Well, hello, welcome back to Trends. My name is DJB and this is the podcast where I like to do a little bit of a dive into the week's internet trends because they're weird and they're wonderful. We never quite know what's going to happen and it's always good to just have a little bit of a recap. We don't want to forget all of these great things that happen online on a weekly basis. This week on Trends, we saw... Area 51, Ikea, and Old Town Road making an appearance, as well as uh, getting old, was also a big thing over the past two weeks. So we have some weird and wonderful places to go today. It's going to be interesting. And I feel like we've got an accumulation of two weeks here because I wasn't able to get a podcast out last week. So I've got like two weeks worth of stuff. I've tried to whittle it down so there's not too much. And this is why we love trends. Because you never know where you're going to end up. It's so random, but it just is so good. And most of these things just kind of like build up because of people and their imagination or their sarcasm or whatever it is. And we can just all glory in the fact that we are just awesome. The first subject that we have today is Area 51. This started on Facebook, but I saw it on Twitter. It's kind of one of those things that just kind of like took up steam and has become a subject that's bigger than where it was. Obviously, Area 51 is kind of famous as being the hidden away army location where we all think there's going to be, they're hiding aliens or something. It's all very hush-hush. You don't know what's happening. Also, can I just make a mention that we have Betty the Bulldog in the studio. I apologise if she starts making noise or snoring because there's not really a lot I can do about that. But she's just settled herself down, so I'm hoping that it's going to be okay. This is what happens when you're in a shared house. There's no quiet moment. So we're lucky we found a quiet moment. (laughs) Hopefully to get a podcast out. So Area 51. Okay, famous place. Nobody quite knows what happens there. I feel also that they probably just revel in the whole stigma of Area 51 now. Nobody's going to, like, challenge that or actually sort of show some, like, actually, guys, we don't actually do anything, but we're just going to let you guys think that we do. So somebody decided to put a Facebook event together called... Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us. I like it. It gets straight to the point. This is happening on September the 20th, 2019, starting at 3am. They've even put the area, the location as Area 51. It's It's a public event. Anybody can get involved. And they're inviting people to... Storm Area 51. I like the fact that the title of the whole event is They Can't Stop All of Us. If I actually look down at the description of the event, it says, We will all meet at the Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry. We can move faster than their bullets. Let's see the alien. Let's see them aliens. This is a this is an actual event page 
And the whole idea is that if they have enough people storming Area 51, there's no way they're going to be able to stop you. I like the fact that they've even sort of suggested, like, I mean, it's clearly a joke to a some extent. <laughs> There's some little slapstick in there. Um, you know, the whole like, oh, yeah, let's tour run around because that looks good. And we're going to be moving faster than bullets because that's possible. We're going to see some aliens. There's even a website here as well about this whole event. If I click on the website, it just says something big is coming. You can even get official merch for the event. There is like t-shirts and mugs and everything. There's loads going on. How many people do you think it would take to be enough people to storm Area 51? It's quite a big, isn't it quite a big location? I don't know. I'm assuming it is. I've never been there. I have no idea. At this current point in time, there are approximately... Let's have a little look. 1.8 million people saying that they are going to this event. As well as 1.4 million people interested in going. So that's potential of like 2 to almost 3 million people descending upon Area 51. What on earth would the government do if on September the 20th... (laughs) Three million people descended upon Area 51. I mean, to be fair, strength in numbers, I don't think there's any way that they would stop you. But at the same time, it just kind of, it just begs the question, would this, is this actually going to happen? And if it did happen, how are people going to, like, take this? How on earth would the government or anything else take this? Or do you think it would be like Coney 20, whatever it was, where it kind of blew up on the internet, but then nobody really did anything. It was just, it all just died. I don't know. (laughs) Obviously, this has blown up and people have been talking about it all over the place. It is everywhere. One of the things I really enjoyed looking at some of the Twitter information, because this has been circulating around Twitter, people talking about it quite a lot, is people's attack plans. People's plans of attack, they have, I have seen numerous kind of like aerial shots of what looks like Area 51 with people kind of sketching out what they would do as their best line of attack. There's like different waves, you've got like the first wave of people and the second wave of people, blueprints on how they think they would attack Area 51. So, obviously, people are getting well into this. I don't know if we can actually... Like, I don't know how real the the aerial shots are. I mean, do they really let you see the aerial of Area 51? I don't know. But... (laughs) I mean, some people have really, like, thought this through. Of, like, you know, there's also going to be a tunnelling team, apparently, on one of them. An extraction zone. What do they want to do when they get there? Are they going to, like save the aliens or they just want to like make friends with the aliens or just see what's inside or maybe like it's a bit like men in black and they want to have like the big guns and just take anything they find is it going to be like turning into looting i don't know (laughs) then there's like people debating how they're going to go about getting 
into Area 51, there's like a lot of memes flying around of, you know, action games and stuff. Like, this is going to be me jumping around with a gun, not getting hit because, of, of course, the uh, the event states that we're going to be moving faster than bullets. So you need to think about your cardio, get yourself physically ready to be faster than a bullet. Um, some of the other good ones I've seen on Twitter is a number of people sharing what they think they're going to do to tackle the guards, including a dance-off. There's lots of memes of dance-offs happening, of them distracting the guards at Area 51 so the aliens can escape. Whether you go into a little bit of a hip-hop routine, break down into the robot, it's all happening. I've even seen a meme of people doing a catwalk, being like, this is how I'm going to strut into Area 51. And then the other question is, what are you going to find at Area 51? Because do we really want to know what's there? Is it really a good idea for us to storm Area 51 and for the whole world to know what is in there? Maybe there's a reason why it's shut. Have we, have we, have we thought about that just a little bit? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe come, like, September the 21st, we're going to have this whole bunch of regret. Be like, why did we do this? This was a bad idea. We've now unleashed something into the world that we should never have known about. <laughs> How are they going to interact with the aliens? Are you going to teach them about, sort of, you know, the best parts of human culture? Or just the bits that you find interesting? What parts of human culture would you want to share with an alien? And what are you going to do when you bring an alien home? There's a lot of people sharing what they want to do with their aliens when they find them. It's almost like we think that they're going to be like pets or something. People sharing photos of just like them in alien costumes with like an iPhone and a hoodie and just snacks. Oh yeah, me and my alien are going to be best buds. We're going to be so good. Me hiding my alien with my dog in a drawer because that's cute. That's in the hope that the aliens are, you know dog size what if they're bigger than you that's not gonna work is it crazy and then this started this whole alien meme on twitter called an alien that i snuck out of area 51 with people showing examples of what they would do with their alien or what's going to happen with their alien my alien snuck out of area 51 at 3 a.m telling me they accidentally ate my cat my alien i stole from area 51 waking me up at 3 a.m to ask if i have games on my phone my alien that I snuck out of Area 51 asking for the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> Some of these are a little bit depressing as well. My alien I took from Area 51 watching me cry myself to sleep. My alien that I snuck out of Area 51 waking me up at 3am to ask me how to use the microwave. I like the fact that we've just started daydreaming about what's going to happen when we have our own little alien from Area 51. <laughs> In this whole belief that you're going to go into Area 51, find a cute little alien to take home with you, and live happily ever after with your little alien. You never know. <laughs> There's another one. My alien asking me if he can go outside to play with his other alien friends after Area 51 has been raided. <laughs> so Area 51. I'm loving how everybody's getting behind this, and it's kind of creating this whole kind of steamboat. It hasn't slowed down yet. And I think only time will tell whether or not we are actually going to see if this takes place. Because I don't know what the government or whoever would do if that many people descended upon Area 51. I mean, what are they, yeah, like, they going to do? There's no way that they could stop 
a stampede of like two million people descending into Area 51. Although you might need to, you know, it might all start off great and then you just, these people would be like mentally scarred by what they see in there and there'd just be all this psychological issues going on, aliens unleashed that should never have been unleashed or whatever's in there. You never know. This could, watch this space, come September the 20th, the whole world might have been changed. You never know. All because somebody jokingly put up a Facebook event about storming Area 51. And it's not just us that's talking about this, but celebrities are getting behind this as well, which leads me to the second trend of the week. Little Nas X, famous for Old Town Road. Big song, it's probably one of the biggest ones of the year. Although I, I do find it a bit of a weird song. Like it's it's good, but it's also one of those songs I'm always a bit like, really, how on earth is this one being so popular? I, I hardly ever get requested for it at a gig, which I always find a bit weird. Because usually if a song's pretty big, I'll get quite a few requests for it. This one just kind of sl slipped under the radar. And I mean, it's been around since about, I think, March time, maybe. Obviously had Old Town Road. And then the Old Town Road remix with Billy Ray Cyrus is the one that really took off. Was really big. That one was in the charts for a bit over here in the UK. I think it was number one as well. But the thing with Old Town Road is there's been a number of versions of it and it seems like Little Nas X is just constantly making versions of Old Town Road. Even his he's done a few music videos of it, including an Area 51 one. Because why not? I mean, Area 51 is big. Let's make an alien version of Old Town Road because you can. To be fair, I think Little Nas X is kind of like pretty, he's pretty clued on with like the internet and totally there. So he, it's nice to see him kind of like grasping with these things. Who thought that you would be able to see cowboys and aliens in one thing? Isn't that a movie, Cowboys and Aliens? One more word. Somebody's done this before. I haven't even seen it. I, I feel like I have to see this movie now. I'm pretty sure it's a movie. Let me check. Cowboys and Aliens. It is a movie! Oh my word. 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, there you go. This is not the first time this has happened. Who knew that we needed it again? Cowboys and Aliens. You can watch his, his Vinnie Music video. It's all animated. It looks great. But, straying from the point. <laughs> so, so, Old Town Road has had a number of additions added to it. And what I love about it is that Little Nas X is the one that seems to be like really, really pushing for these. He's really kind of like getting behind it, creating numerous versions of his hit single. And I don't know if it's going to be slowing down anytime soon. I mean, we're a few months later since it was released and it's still right there. So let's just kind of recap where we are with Old Town Road right now. We had the original song and then we had the Billy Ray Cyrus remix which is probably the most famous version that I know of. That's the one that's kind of always on the radio. Then Diplo's done a remix 
And then he had Young Thug and Mason Ramsey on a remix as well. So that's at least four versions of the song so far. And it doesn't seem to be slowing down because Little Nas X is like every now and then he'll just tweet at someone and be like, hey, want to do a remix? I was like, I saw um, th- I saw this when he actually tweeted at Mariah Carey. I was like, oh my word. Can you imagine if Mariah Carey was on this track? I mean, she would just kind of like own the internet. I mean, if she hasn't proven that already with her got bottle cap challenge attempt that she totally just floored us all on, I don't know if I'd be ready for it. Yeah, he literally tweets, okay, Mariah Carey, Let's get this remix in. So would Mariah Carey take the bait? Could we be seeing a Mariah Carey remix of Old Town Road? Well, the internet literally blew up almost when Mariah Carey tweeted a picture of herself with a cowboy hat. This is kind of like an older picture. And she titles it One Sweet Town Road. Obviously referencing her single as well. So the tempted... It could be there. Could we be seeing a Mariah Carey version of Old Town Road? Do we need another remix on our lives? I don't know. It doesn't seem like this is slowing down because then a week later, thinking, oh my word, we might see a Mariah Carey version of the song. He's also tweeted at Bruno Mars. Could we be seeing a Bruno Mars version? Bruno, can we tell them about your remix now, bro? I kind of really hope that some of these are true. Slash Mouth even tweeted at Little Nas X saying that they would do a remix. And then he tweets at Dolly Parton. That's right. Country music legend Dolly Parton. And she tweets back as well. With a picture. With a pink horse on it. Long blonde mane. I mean, it's everything. Can you imagine? It would be so good if Dolly Parton was on a remix of Old Town Road. (laughs) I would be here for that. That would be so good. There's even speculation that Peppa Pig could be riding the wave as well. How many versions of Old Town Road are too many versions? Can we really have too many versions of Old Town Road? I don't know if we can. From a song which kind of just seems like a kind of jokey country song... It has blown up. I mean, to be fair, if you're going to get Billy Ray Cyrus on a song, you're already onto a winner right there. And we're not even that big into country music in the UK. I mean, it comes in every now and then. So it's like a pleasant surprise to see a big country song making it big over here. A lot of people have been tweeting, though, asking, will this ever stop? Will we get down the road and just realise, actually, there are still remixes of Old Town Road coming out? He could literally just select different singers and just constantly re-release the song with a different singer every single time. Different kind of like collaborations. It's like Ed Sheeran's new album, but there's always the same song with different people doing a version of it. Be great. I love some of the tweets as well. Meek from MySpace on Twitter. The year is 3000. Little Nas X just dropped an Old Town Road remix with the Jonas Brothers' Life is Good. I feel like this is where it could get to. So many versions of one song. Do you think by Christmas that we might see a Christmas version 
of Old Town Road. That would be the time to get Mariah Carey on it, wouldn't it? Let's be fair. All I want for Christmas is my Old Town Road. Or Michael Bublé. I mean, he's a big Christmas singer. You could you could see it. Michael Bublé on a remix of Old Town Road. Which has also started something called the Old Town Road Challenge. Where people are making their own remixes of, of Old Town Road. Most of them are kind of like freestyle rap versions. Where they kind of add their own lyrics in. Occasionally you'll see like somebody kind of doing a a different kind of sounding remix, but it's constantly like people are getting into it. Not only is Little Nas X getting into it and trying to get other people into it, but then the general public's like, you know what? I want to do my own remix as well. It could be that in a few years time, we're going to still see remixes of Old Town Road. Will you be getting bored of it by then? Will it be one of those songs which you're like, you know what? I just can't do this anymore. Or will we be okay with it? At the moment, I'm still kind of like pleasantly enjoying Old Town Road. So I feel like this could carry on for a little bit. But only time will tell. Will we be seeing Old Town Road further down the line, just never stopping? I am just genuinely hoping that a Mariah Carey version and a Dolly Parton version come out in the near future. And I think, let's be fair, I think... If we make it to the end of this year and we haven't died because aliens have been unleashed on the planet, I think that we need a Christmas version. I'm hoping it's going to happen. So on a different tangent, trend number three was one that's happened on Twitter. Because... One thing about Twitter is that sometimes we like to just get into these really, really random conversations that just kind of come out of nowhere. But it just means that we can all just talk about it and just vent on a subject that's so familiar to all of us. The trend is while trapped in Ikea. Now, obviously, Ikea is a big place. It's one of those places which you kind of love to hate as well because there's no easy way to do Ikea. You cannot just dive in, grab something and then dive out again. That's kind of impossible. And you know it, like, once you get in there, it's confusing. It takes you on a maze around the building. You see things that you don't need. And usually, I usually find as well that they don't have the thing that you need. The thing that you went in for... They'll never have. But they'll have a load of other things that maybe you should have not grabbed, but you do grab because you think you need them. And of course, there's only one way out of Ikea, down the uh, into the warehouse. So you've got to start at the top, try and navigate your way through the maze to the warehouse, squeeze past the tills and avoid grabbing a hot dog as you exit the building. I mean, it is a whole palaver. Going to Ikea is like, You've got to mentally prepare yourself to do Ikea. It's not like an easy thing. So I can appreciate when this hashtag started. I don't know where it came from. But what I love is that kind of we were just all ready to vent at some of the typical things that we struggle with about Ikea because I think it is so easy to feel trapped in Ikea. It's one of those things that you think, oh yeah, I've got this. I can get in and out. I know what I'm doing. You take one wrong turn, you end up in the kids section or the kitchen section and you have no idea how you got there. 
you don't know which way is the right way to to get to the exit and so you end up just trying to find one of the uh, living room beds and just kind of recover for a moment before you try again and i'm loving some of the responses to while trapped in ikea for example syed while trapped in ikea i take time to taste their meatballs i think we all do that let's be fair and if you don't go there for the furniture go there for the food it's a good it's i mean heck i can get like a whole meal for like one pound fifty i'm sorted that'll do me really well if you're a student just hit up the uh, hot dog stand at ikea every time it got even better when they started to do the little um the little pots of meatballs oh my word because you can never find those meatballs anywhere else they are like an ikea special another comment at dk8 while trapped in ikea i found everything i wanted and nothing i needed yes that definitely does happen like i said it's because they never have the thing you need you go in they take you around this whole trail which is also kind of like a good workout because if you can walk around the whole of ikea if you did that every day that would be like a good i think that's a good kind of workout i don't, I don't know if i'd run it i'd probably get exhausted by the end but it is big enough to do that while trapped in ikea i was able to write my second and third books plus two spin-off series yes <laughs> i think that's true though like the amount of time you spend in ikea maybe just to get a spoon or something or like a tray because you need one <laughs> a pillowcase you let go and it's two hours later how on earth did this happen i could have been doing so much more with this time steven on twitter i got lost following those footprints on the floor the ones that are designed to stop you getting lost and had to be rescued jeff diamond i discovered all of those optical optical illusions were just swedish store designs while trapped in ikea i decided i need needed more cats i added extra hardware to the boxes just to mess with customers trying to put their furniture together is <laughs> another good one this one was by saga says while trapped in ikea i started wondering if the meatballs are so cheap because that's where the lost customers end up that could be a horror movie i'm really surprised nobody's actually done a horror like they could do a horror movie of just people who never make it out of ikea i wonder if there's ever like a lost head count of people who don't make it out because there was that period of time a few years ago where it was like a thing to try and sleep over at ikea i remember talking to a friend once and they used to work in an ikea and they would have to go through the store even in the warehouse and like check behind everything because it became a trend for people to hide behind the boxes and stuff wait for the store to close and then kind of like run rampant and they thought that that was a fun thing to do so she hated it because it was, if she was ever on closing time and, and finishing her shift she was always longer because you had to then check that there were no students or kids or whoever hiding out in the warehouse or in the store because they wanted to relive that whole youtube video there's a lot about the meatballs in ikea <laughs> i think it's because they've become infamous the walking dude says while trapped in ikea i developed an addiction to meatballs and jam love alice says i played tag there's lots of games that you can play in ikea i always 
I always wanted to kind of relive that moment from 500 Days of Summer where they're in Ikea and have a date where you're in Ikea. Because, hey, that's romantic and fun, isn't it? Playing tag would be a fun one. Hide and seek as well. Can you imagine trying to play hide and seek in Ikea? That would be the... It would be good, but it would also be awfully hard. That would be so hard. One of the ones I loved was that somebody tweeted a picture of an Alan key and just said, while trapped in Ikea, I made a new friend. Alan. (laughs) So funny. Ant says, I made a box fort. That would be something that I would definitely want to do. I obviously wouldn't do it because I am a square and would be too afraid to even attempt that in the store. But if you had the freedom to do it, there are so many boxes there. That would be so much fun to make a, like a legit like box fort. There's also some things that I always find questionable about IKEA. I mean, hey, I I love IKEA. I go there for the meatballs every single time. And dime bars, like you never find dime, I always get the dime bars in Ikea. I might not buy anything else there. I might spend two hours going through the store only to end up past the checkouts in the food section because I can. But I always find it weird when you're in Ikea and they've got all like the home displays of different rooms and different living spaces and like, hey guys, you can set it up like this and your bedroom could look like this and it looks lovely. Obviously, I can never make it look like that, but the dream is there. So they try and make it feel as authentic as possible that you could actually live in this space. So they kind of try and set up like a real life home where they've got books on the shelves, they've got DVDs, there's a DVD player, there's a TV. There's sometimes I've even seen like Xboxes and Playstations there some games, you go into the bedroom space and there's suits, there's men's suits and shirts in the wardrobe, there's women's clothes. As a kid, I always found this fascinating because, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, in a living room or in a a bedroom, you would see normally those types of items. The wardrobe, you would see the clothes. They've got shoes there, they've got some jewellery. But one thing they never had... Okay, and this was always what worried me as a kid, (laughs) was the fact that I would then open the drawers to proceed to see if there was anything in the drawers of the wardrobe. You've got stuff hanging up, you've got clothes, some of the drawers would have clothes in them as well, or books and stuff, but they would never, ever have underwear. Never. Now, obviously, there's probably reasons why they didn't put underwear in there. I mean, there's kids running around. However, as a kid, that was also really scarring. Because I'm there going, do Swedish people not wear underwear? What is going on? Do the people who buy stuff from Ikea, do do they not wear underwear? Where Where does your underwear go? You've got drawers with stuff in them, in your wardrobe, but no underwear. Like, it blew my mind. Never do they ever have it. Just something for you to think about next time you go to Ikea. Even like the kids' bedrooms, they'll have like all the toys and it will look like, you know, a kid's lived there. But no, they apparently you go into the wardrobes and no, we apparently if you live in Ikea, you don't have underwear. <laughs> Just to leave you on that random note because, hey, you can. <laughs> You're never going to be able to look in Ikea the same way again. <laughs> 
So three big trends we've covered this week. Area 51, Old Town Road, and While Trapped in Ikea. I need to pick one now. This is the tough, this is the tough bit. Because they're all really different. I kind of really like old the Old Town... So Old Town Road I really like because... Little Nas X is totally getting into it. And he's he's properly like riding this wave. I feel like if we make it to Christmas and he gets a Christmas song out of it, I would I think that one would make a good top trend of the week. I like While Trapped in Ikea, but it just brings back all of those suppressed childhood memories of the fact that there's just some questions that I have. There are questions about Ikea that I have. The the pent-up frustration that you can never find yourself out of it. And why they fill the wardrobes to make it look like this is habitable, but they always miss out the socks and underwear. People just don't wear socks and underwear in Ikeas. Apparently, this is just the thing. The storage units are not made for your undies, I'm afraid. No. But I I think because there are so many people behind it, there are so many people in this whole thing, I think it has to be Area 51. They can't stop all of us. I am so excited to see how this is all going to go down on September the 20th. Because I really don't think there's any way they're going to stop all of us. I just hope that whatever you find in Area 51, that it was worth it, and that we don't unleash a beast into the world that maybe we cannot contain. So on that note, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And of course, you can let me know via Twitter at Kaylee Hillier what your favourite trenders of the week. Do you agree? Do you think Area 51 should have been the trend of the week? Or do you have one that should have topped that? You can let me know. And I'll talk to you next time.